Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Matt St. Jack. Whether you're an avid anime fan, a wee tadpole still finding your way, or anywhere in between, I'll be providing my opinions and insights on anime old and new. Think Yelp with help from friends and producers from other shows weighing in. I know you can't wait to hear, and I can't wait to tell, so let's get to it. This is Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. Let's go. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy, Matt St. Jack, back at it again with the White Vans, except no White Vans as always, but back at it again with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. Um, So today we have a very special guest. We have Justin on from uh, Will of Horror. Is that right, Justin? Correct. Yeah. Awesome. Welcome to the show, man. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Thank you for jumping on. Guys, first and foremost, before I jump into this... um, and talk about what this episode is going to be about. Um, I want to say I went back in and I listened to like six of the episodes that you guys do ju- that you guys did, Justin. I, I, I messaged you on um, Twitter, which is where I met you. But I messaged you on Twitter. But th- first of all, if you, I'm going to give him an opportunity to plug his show a little bit later. But you need to listen to Will of Horror. It was funny. They had banter. It's really good commentary. And I just want to say that before we get started. Thank you. No problem, man. Um, yeah, so um, today we'll be talking through um, a Memorial Day special. So, Justin, um, we talked about, I reached out and I said, hey, I was looking for somebody who was a vet, somebody who had served. Um, and so I wanted to bring somebody on, and it's dope that I was able to find someone who's also another indie podcaster. So I'm happy to have you on, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, no problem. Um, but before we get into the episode, as always, I want to thank you, each and every one of you, for listening and sharing the show. Without you guys, this wouldn't be nearly as fun and or rewarding. Um, and if you're not already following me on social media, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Talk 12. There you will find updates and news in regards to any giveaways and upcoming episodes. Um, the only giveaway that I'm I've, got going on right now it's just an open giveaway if you want a sticker reach out to me let me know that you want a sticker and i'll send you a sticker i'm still in the process of getting the merch up and going um but um yeah i'll give you an opportunity to plug here uh justin a little bit about your show and uh, where they can follow you all right yeah so we're wheel of horror <clears throat> and uh you can find us at twitter at horror wheel or wheel of horror podcast.com and also we have an instagram which is uh, just wheel underscore of underscore horror. And uh, what we do is every Monday is a horror movie that's chosen by spinning a wheel of selected movies. And then every Friday we do, uh, we try to get the newest movies that are being released, whether streaming or in theaters. And uh, that's it. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> um, so uh, let me know what you guys follow if you like or dislike an episode. Um, uh, I love interacting with you, the fans, and as always, there may be spoilers ahead, so you have been warned. There's uh, Shout out to Alejandro. There's not many spoilers here because the two shows we're going to talk about a little bit later are shows that have been out for a while, and if you haven't watched them, what are you doing with your life? I'm going to continue <laughs> to say that. Um, but um, 
So now that I got kind of the informal part, I hate having to go through a script when I first bring somebody on because it feels very like robotic. Um, and I know that, you know, you definitely uh, from the energy that I hear that you guys have on your show, I know that you have a lot of energy to spare. So I'm happy I was <laughs> able to get through uh, that part. So now we can kind of get into um, a little bit, you know, about you, a little bit about um, Memorial Day, a little bit about some reviews that we're going to do. And uh, I'm ready to put you on a hot seat. Are you ready to get on it? Yeah, dude, I'm ready. You want me to just go down the uh, list of questions here? Yeah, so I'll start and I'll just, yeah, we'll just kind of start going through those and, um, and, uh, yeah, then that way you can kind of just elaborate on your answers. So, um, so like I said before, guys, this is a Memorial Day special. Um, and so the first thing that I wanted to ask, um, and that I'm asking Justin here, uh, so what branch of the military did you serve in and what did you do if you don't, if you can share? Yeah, so I was in the army, uh, active duty and, my job code was 13 Mike, which okay. it's a MLRS, which stands for multiple launch rocket systems. And it's pretty cool. Like for, for those of you listening, just Google MLRS. And it basically looks like a rectangle with like tank tracks and the back of it rotates and it shoots rockets from it. Awesome. That's pretty dope. I was, uh, I, so I was in, I was actually in the army as well. Not active duty. I was national guard. Um, and I was a 19 Delta. So I was a calf scout. We were on the Bradley, like the BFVs, the yeah. Bradley fighting vehicles. We were on those. So, um, another tra- tank track, um, or another tracked vehicle. There we go. Nice. Um, but yeah, no, that's pretty cool. I always, I was wondering like that was when I did this, I was wondering how many people were going to be like, Oh, were you in the military? I was like, yeah, I actually, I actually was. I just needed somebody else to jump on the show and talk about it. Um, it's funny. So, uh, 19 Delta, it was between 19 Delta and what I picked um, was the last two that I wanted to do. And um, like, I had a girlfriend at the time when I was joining mm-hmm. and I mean, I'm sure you can elaborate more on, on the job, but basically the recruiter was like, in the 19 Deltas, you work with the infantry unit and you go ahead and scout to make sure the area is safe. And I was like, that sounds badass. Like, yeah. But then my girlfriend was like, no, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ah, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so that is literally it. Um, I was always around 11 Bravos or. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely horrible. Uh, for those of you who don't know out there, uh, 11 Bravo is an infantryman. Um, so those are like we call them, like they're pretty much the grunts. Um, so I was around them and I was around Mortarmen pretty much. I think there are 11 Charlies, I want to say. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I was pretty much around them. That was pretty much what my unit was. We were a light, a light um, mechanized unit. So we had Humvees and stuff like that. We did have a couple of Bradleys, but primarily we were in Humvees. Um but yeah, so how long were you in? Uh, just three years for me. Okay, I was in for seven years, but still, thank you for your service. Yeah, man, you too. Um, so uh, let's move on to a question that I was really kind of looking forward to <laughs> kind of asking because I feel like everybody has a crazy story, especially if you were in. So give us a funny story from when you were in, if you have one. Yeah, dude. So I was thinking about this question because I feel like the entire three years was was just a funny story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do one super quick one, and then I'll give like the big funny one. So okay. one of the stories that I'll never forget is we're doing all these night missions where like we pretend like if we were deployed, we're moving and staging our vehicles to shoot rockets. And have you have you used night vision goggles? Mm-hmm. Okay. So like for those of you listening, it's not like Call of Duty. No. Like you literally cannot 
you have like no depth perception. Like you nope. can you can look at the ground and you can't all it's just green. So, so I'm driving and I'm in the lead because I'm the platoon sergeant driver at the time and I can't see shit like it's green. I don't know if it's a road and I got the lieutenant up in the hatch like, you know, I was driving the lieutenant at the time. He was like, take left, take a right, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, um, <laughs> neither of us saw it. There was a massive ditch in front of us and it literally dropped like straight down to the point where we were balancing on the grill of the car of the Humvee. And I didn't know how deep it was because I can't see anything. And I was the second I felt it, I was like, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was gonna die because we didn't have seatbelts on obviously. And so the the Humvee rolled over. I fucking we both fell in. I thought I killed the lieutenant because I thought he was still in the hatch and like snapped in half. And I slammed into the windshield. Uh, through like my shoulder i blacked out for like a second because of the impact and then we woke up and they're um like the unit behind me was like pulling us out and uh, i had all this liquid on me and i was like oh shit you, you know in war movies when like people are um they're like stunned and mm-hmm. there's just blood all over them i was like oh shit what happened <laughs> i've <Dude>. died <laughs> it was just oil dude <laughs> i totaled the shit out of that humvee um wow so that, that was fun uh, but but the big funny story, which isn't it, it wasn't funny at the time, but it's funny now is uh, I crushed the shit out of my foot with a water buffalo. Mm, so a water, buffalo, water buffalo. <laughs> yeah. So a water buffalo, for those of you that aren't, weren't in, is a massive like water trailer that's meant to give purified water to like hundreds of soldiers over the mm-hmm. course of whatever. It's heavy as shit. It goes to the back of a truck. Um I had to bring the vehicle into the bay to get it checked out by the mechanics. And my platoon sergeant at the time, who was a dick, was just yelling at me. And all I could think in my head, I was just like, yo, I got like two months left. I got like, I just got to make it through 60 days. Like, I hate this guy. And I didn't even notice that the the third leg, the safety stand wasn't down. Mm. And I like used my rage of him yelling at me and lifted it off the truck. And... He like turned away and walked away. And I, I don't know how it happened, um, but I dropped it. And mm. the circular part that goes on the trailer hinge literally fell right where my toes start, broke all my toes, um, left a massive indent in my foot. My, uh, my big toe bone, it literally disintegrated the bone. Like in the x-ray, it was gone. And and after I moved my foot because I had to lift the thing off of my foot, it cracked the concrete. <laughs> so I fucking I brought the truck into the bay, and my foot was burning, dude. So I took off the boot, and it was so swollen, insanely swollen. And uh, I was like, "Yeah, I gotta go to the hospital." <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that is. I can see why that was. That's funny now, but definitely yeah. not funny at that point. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was cool-ish because I had like half a year left, and I was like, I didn't have to do anything, so that yeah. was nice. No, yeah. man. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't even. This is even a competition. <laughs> I can't even compete. Uh, I had a. Um, it was like our first mission. I went overseas. Uh, I was in Iraq uh, in 2010, and we go overseas. And my first mission out of the wire. 
Um, you know, I'm like hyped up. I'm like 20, 21. I'm like hyped up. You know, everybody's like, you got to stay on your P's and Q's. You never know what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, all right. You know, I'm not nervous or anything. Let's go, you know? And and so I'm trying to like, so, you know, we got to go through like PM, PMCS, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, their preventive checks and maintenance um, and like services and whatever. Uh, preventive maintenance checks and services. There you go. Um, so anyway, so we're going through the, the checklist and I'm looking through everything, looking through everything. And I'm talking about literally like to a T. I've never done a PM mcs like this thorough <laughs> and i'm going through and i'm going through all the checklists and my platoon sergeant comes out there and he's like hey madison he was like hey did you did you do the did you did you take your exhaust sample over to the mechanics <laughs> and i was like i was like dude i was like i was like that's not even in the list you know it's not even in the book and he's like you mean to tell me we're getting ready to roll out right now and you're about to put your truck at danger because you didn't take the exhaust? I'm like, well, where do I, what, you know, what do I do? He's like, go to the truck, go to the, to the, um, to the, to the, uh, the, what's called the, the head mechanic. He's like, go to him, tell him that you need a bag, but it's got to be like a brown paper bag, like, or a brown, like trash bag. He's like, go get a, a, a brown trash bag and bring it back, get an exhaust sample and take it back to him. We're leaving in like 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh shit. So I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, I'm trying to find everybody. I'm like, dude, I need a bag, I need a bag. And they're like, yo, bro, we got bags back here. What's going on? I was like, I'll be right back. So I go back and I grab this bag and I'm running back to the, you know, back to my truck. And before I put my hands, to this hot ass exhaust um my platoon sergeant looks at me he's like what he's like what the hell are you doing i was like <laughs> i'm doing exactly what you told me to do he was like why would you put he's like think about what you're about to do right now you're about to put your hands on an extremely hot exhaust because at that time we were on um we were on um uh what are they called uh MRAPs. We were on MRAPs. Oh, okay, cool. So he's like, he's like, you're about to put your hands on this, on this hot, you know, exhaust uh to you know what i'm saying to, to get an example and i was like dude i wasn't even thinking but i was just so nervous you know what i'm saying you're you're 20 21 years old and you're about to go on your first mission you know what i'm saying and you want to make sure everything is perfect and sure enough they were playing a prank on me so that was probably like one of my funnier stories i was i was thoroughly embarrassed afterwards obviously. were you new at the time yeah like well i had just gotten in so i joined when i was 17 but this was like my first time, like actually, you know, like I said, this is my first deployment. So I, you know, and I, in the National Guard, you only do it, you know, once a weekend or yeah. once a month, you know, one weekend out a month. So, you know, we, we talk about PMCS and what would happen if we went overseas and all this other stuff. But then up to, you know, you actually deploying, that's when you actually get into like that 24 seven mindset. <laughs> so I wasn't, I wasn't used to this, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, I'm looking at all my buddies who are all drivers and I'm like, dude, did y'all do y'all's? And they're all like, yeah, we already did ours, <laughs> man. You did do, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh shit. Like I'm behind, I'm slacking. I'm like, oh man. So yeah, it was, yeah. It's, it was. You, that probably wouldn't have happened if you were active because you see it all the time. Like exactly. I got to my unit and one of the sergeants was like, he was like, "Hey, Wellington, you gotta replace the uh, fluid in the brake light." And I was like, "I'm not. What are you? Are you serious? Like, no. What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. I don't know. I, and I think it was. I think to your point, I think I knew that that wasn't a thing. <laughs> but I think I was just so like, because I mean, my platoon sergeant was very stoic. Like he was very much, you know, hoorah. He bled like like he went overseas like five times. Like this dude was very like. Even kilts, never smiled, never cried, never did anything. So when he looked at me and said that, I just knew that I messed up. And I was like, I don't need, I know that this isn't a thing, but because you're looking at me like this, I know that I need to go get an exhaust sample. So 
it was absolutely embarrassing. <laughs> absolutely embarrassing. Um, okay. So moving on to the next question, which is kind of the somewhat of the meat, uh, well, somewhat of the meat and potatoes about the, what the show is about. So what does Memorial Day mean to you? Because I think that a lot of people have this connotation and I'm not saying that Americans in a sense don't appreciate or understand i think a lot of people just see this as a holiday just like veterans day i think people say it as like oh it's a holiday i get an opportunity to grill out you know what i'm saying or i get an opportunity mm-hmm. to take a day off um but what does it what does memorial day mean to you um yeah i mean basically you covered what most people perceive it as i mean <clears throat> it's technically for you know the people that didn't come home yeah uh i, I would say it's basically that like just not forgetting them and uh you know celebrating their loss you know in a good way though yeah yeah for sure um i say the exact same thing like people come up and they're like oh but you served man happy memorial day and i'm like that's that's not this day like don't 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 you know i appreciate you saying thank you for your service on you know what i'm saying but like not this day like i i'm with you like i just like to look at it as just and i'm very removed from the military um but i always i always like to look at it like memorial day i'm like you said i'm i'm like appreciate like i appreciate you appreciating me but like this is a day that specifically like you said for those who you know served and it doesn't matter like people are like oh well i mean he never went overseas or whatever it doesn't matter like if you volunteered you know i'm saying swore in to join the military if you you know passed on or whatever after you know your service that's this is the day for you know, this is the day for them. Like they pass on, they served uh, um, for people who were overseas. Like obviously they paid the ultimate sacrifice. So um, that's what Memorial Day means to me as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when I was, when I was younger and got out, because I think we ran at the same time, you said 2010. Uh, yeah. I was in 2010 to uh, 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had just, when I joined, they had like just stopped the two year contracts mm-hmm. because my, my goal was like, the plan was for me to do two years, get out, and then become a cop. Um, but they were like, no, you got to do three. And um, yeah, so do yeah, we were in at the same time. And then it kind of like, I was in Oklahoma at Fort Sill. It w- I just like had a bad experience. Like I have boys that are still in. They've been in for like 12 years. And they're like, dead for EA. Mm-hmm. And uh, between the rotation that my unit was in with Korea and like Africa, when I joined and when Obama pulled everyone out of Iraq, it just completely fucked up my whole three years. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel that I, I got in oh seven, but to 13. So I was in, you know, like I was in my time, but like you said, it was it was weird. Like, it was so strange to me because, like, I was like, okay, cool. I'm never, like, because I was thinking, you know, I'm young, dumb. You know what I'm saying? I'm 17 years old when I signed up. And so I was like, ah, oh, there's no way that they're going to send me overseas. I'm only 17. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, hey, like, when I turned 20, like, 1920, they're like, hey, guys, we got orders that we're going overseas next year. I was like, next year? I was like, I've only been in for like two years at this point. It's like, there's no way they're sending me over. So I'm so greenhorn. And they were like, nah, nah, you got mo borders. So I was like, all right, well, I guess this is this is a real thing. This is happening. So yeah, they don't care. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, 
Okay, so now moving on, not saying and that it's always tough. I always have a hard time transitioning from serious moments, obviously, because we're talking about Memorial Day. But uh, there's no better, no way to move on from that other than to just jump right into the next question. So um, what was the first anime that you watched and um, and and how were you introduced into it? Slash, Why did you fall in love with it? Uh, definitely was DBZ. Okay. Um, and I just remember, you remember Toonami, right? I do. Love okay. Toonami. I was in high school. I don't. I don't remember how old. That was probably like freshman year or something. And D, I remember DBZ used to come on every night at like ten mm-hmm. on Toonami. And uh, like, I, dude, I used to take a towel and and shove it under my door so that the light wouldn't go into the hallway because, like, you know, I'm genius. Supposed, I'm supposed to be asleep. Exactly. And, like, I would just watch DBZ on, like, super-duper low volume, and I was like, oh, this is sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah. Yes, that that's the... that's Like, kids nowadays don't do that. Like, I remember I did... And that, I know this is a, it's a segue off of what we were talking about, but it's kind of the same thing. I was dating this chick, and her son, we would tell him all the time, like, go to bed. And he's like, all right, cool. And he would do this. He would try to do the same trick, except for he never put the towel in. I'm like, that's the trick right you there. Gotta do the like, you gotta do the towel. Like I'd be sitting in the bonus room, and his room is right across the right, right across the hall from the bonus room. And you would just see, like, I was sitting there one night and I cut off the TV because I was about to go downstairs. And I'm looking, I'm like, what is this light reflection? Because we have hardwood floors upstairs. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what is this reflection off of the hardwood floors? And I go to open up the door, and he's just sitting up in there on the bed, like looking at me like. Uh, and I'm looking at him like, uh, and he's like, I know I'm supposed to be in the bed. I'm like, dude, at least, at least put the towel down. The towel, the towel confuses me, man. Come on now. Um, so yeah, no, kids ain't built like that, man. They're not built like that no more. So good stuff. Innovation. Innovation. (laughs) Um, so are you currently watching any anime now? Um, and if so, like, tell me a show, a show or two that you're watching. Yeah, so I actually just started Attack on Titan like last week. Yo, yo. Uh, I think I'm 10 episodes deep and I've seen it like on Netflix and it looked cool. Like I saw the little like 20 second Netflix clip and I was like, this looks cool. Mm-hmm. And my buddy was telling me about it. He's like, dude, this show's sick. And then I saw a Metalcore Nerds post about it and I was like, okay, like I'm just going to watch it. Yeah. And literally, like I think it was halfway through the first episode where the Titans like busted the wall down. I was like, Oh, this is, this is good. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's funny that you said that because I just, my, my episode, my first episode of the season was about like hook, line and sinker first episodes that'll get you hooked. And I talked about attack on Titan specifically for that reason, because when you see that colossal Titan mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying? He kicks down that wall and you see all those, you're like, Oh my <laughs> gosh, like what is about to happen here? So I'm glad that you're getting into that one. That's a dope show. Yeah, I really like it. Um, well, keep on watching it, my brother. Keep on watching it because, oh, oh my yeah. goodness, it it gets even crazier. Um, oh, <laughs> um, so the next question then is, how can you tell if an anime is good or not, and how do you kind of build your judgment around it? Dude, that's a tough question because you never really know until you watch it. Like. I procrastinated on attack on Titan for months and I love it. And really the best way for me is I have this rule that I, that I do with all TV shows and I I do it with anime too. I give everything two to three episodes. And if, if by the third episode, I can't get into it, I just give up. So 
but but there's the problem is is there are so many animes there's like hundreds of shows and it's kind of overwhelming because when you're scrolling through the like covers that you know they all just they're doing like weird shit and i'm like i don't know if this is good yeah it is tough <laughs> it is tough i've i've had that conversation before and i usually tell people like four to six episodes mm-hmm. but i agree like you said it is it is very tough to kind of get into um a lot of shows because uh you have to find something that one is like your genre so that's like the toughest part right there is because most people don't know what they're into because like you said you'd have to watch it to see if it's something that you'd even be into mm-hmm. um and then two you have to give it so many episodes because a lot of anime does like uh, they draw it out yeah they draw it out but then like in the, usually in the first episode they give you everything <laughs> and then you're like i'm so confused and then they're trying to, but what they're really trying to do is get you to like stay hooked like keep watching it but they don't understand that like it kind of throws people off sometimes it's super they, overwhelming yeah because <laughs> they're like i don't know what the hell just happened you know what i'm saying why did why did 17 people just die i don't know <laughs> who are these people why am i supposed to cry now um so no i get that um <laughs> Um, so do you have a top three anime characters? And if so, who would you, who would you say that you like? Uh, definitely Vegeta. Okay. Uh, Rurouni Kenshin, which we talked about. Yes, we did. And then I've been thinking about the third. Um, that's tough. I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, does cat does Castlevania technically fall into anime? It does. We I talked about this on another show because it's a Western adaptation of anime. So technically, mm-hmm. it's a cartoon, but I, on my show, it's an anime. So you are you are welcome to to add anybody from Castlevania. You're in you're in safe company now. <laughs> okay, so I, I forgot his uh, official name, but Dracula's son. The, the oh oh yeah, Alucard. Yeah 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 Alucard. Okay, he's badass. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> um. So um, we're going to talk about two shows, obviously, a little bit later. And I'm not going to say that at some at, at this point, we've already talked about two of the shows that we're going to talk about. I'm not going to say that because if I did say that, then I'd be foreshadowing something. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to spoil it. But I'm just saying we've already talked about the two shows we're going to talk about a little bit later. Um, so now that we're kind of out of my realm and out of, you know, what I'm saying this, the my comfort zone here now i'm going to give you an opportunity not only we talked about military history we talked about anime now we're going to talk about you and your show specifically so what made you decide to launch your podcast and what's one of your favorite episodes that you've recorded yeah so actually my two buddies started it from high school well from middle school we've known each other for a while alec who's the other co-host um who you've you've probably heard Yep, yep. And then Eric started it and they do the Monday episode. So like literally it's it's just horror. And mm-hmm. then I was like, hey man, like, you know, I love talking about movies. And so I came on and Alec and I now do the Friday Friday's one. And um it's just fun. Like I've met so many it's it's weird because like before the podcast, I kind of thought like there's not many people that are like into the same things that I love as much. And then you come on this podcast and you see all these people lo- love star wars and love dbz and it's, it's mm-hmm. awesome and a favorite episode i have a lot of favorite ones um it's it's so hard to pick one i would say uh the van helsing one that we did only because it's it's a 
joke from from school that we had with uh, Hugh Jackman. And then I really like Deep Blue Sea, too. Hmm. Yeah. First of all, I love uh, Van Helsing. So oh, nice. You got to check that episode out. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I mean, I've listened to so many of the show at this point. I'm invested into it. I, I like, I like, I like. I'm going to say this. I like your show more than I like my show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I think it's you know I always joke with people all the time. It's I think that there is something to be said about shows that have banter and have like multiple co-hosts, which is tough for me because one, I don't have a lot of people in my circle that just really just talk about anime as much as I do. Um, but two, it's like a lot of times, like even people who do come on, I, it's tough to get somebody who's going to come on religiously. You know what I mean? Like be on there every single show that you're going to do. But I always love banter. And I, that's why I said before um, at the beginning, you know, at the, at the top of the show is like you guys do a really good job of like feeding off of each other's energy. <laughs> um, and so it's just, I don't know, it's it's dope. Um, I still love my show for my listeners out there. And the show is going to keep going, okay? I'm not saying I'm stopping my show by any means. That's He's retired. I'm just saying the last episode. <laughs> that Will of Horror does a really good job as well. I'm down for, you know, uh, praising people who need to be praised. So I, I, I'm, I'm passing that on there. Thank you. Uh, no problem. Um, so I guess you already kind of told us what your podcast is about. So when did you guys decide to start your podcast? Um, so I joined right before a year. So okay. I think right now it's been like a year and a half-ish. And I've been doing it for like nine months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty dope. Um, And I guess we'll go ahead and wrap up with the last question. Um, Is where can everyone follow you or find you? So most active on Twitter, which was Horror Wheel. Um, the Our website, Wheel of Horror podcast.com has some about us info and also you can you know check out all the episodes there and our instagram which we're still working on wheel of horror so check out yeah i i will admit um i'm very much active on twitter um instagram i don't know what it is it's just so tough for me to like be consistent on instagram um because like I I just put and it's crazy I just do like highlights on my Instagram and it's 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 like pulling teeth to get me to even do a highlight just to drop it on Instagram like but I'll get up on Twitter and be retweeting and posting and all this other stuff all day oh, but yeah. Instagram is just horrible I don't I don't know I don't yeah. know why same way <laughs> um so yeah there we have it so I'm gonna let you up off of the uh off of the hot seat um any last words or any last you know like anything that you want to say before we take a quick commercial break and come back and do those two reviews i don't think so okay awesome well guys stick around after the commercial break and we'll be right back to kind of go into two reviews so stick around welcome back guys um if you somehow made it to this point of the show but you didn't hear the first part i have justin from uh will of horror podcast on we did an amazing uh interview at the very beginning of the show so if you got here go back and listen to that don't know how you skipped over it but um but yeah so we uh we talked about um 
you know, Memorial Day, what it means to us, um, what Justin did when he was in the military, some of the, some anime questions, and we talked about a little bit more about his show. So we're going to jump into uh, kind of the other meat and potatoes. I don't, I guess this is dessert at this point, because the meat and potatoes was Memorial Day. So this is more like dessert. So um, we're going to talk about two shows, um, two reviews for those of you who know how we do this uh, we have interview questions of breaking into shows. So we're going to talk about Dragon Ball Z and Castlevania. So um, let's go ahead and jump straight into it. So the first show was Dragon Ball Z ranking. Uh, it was a ranking of or a rating of 8.1 overall, um, 291 episodes, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of episodes. I say that, but then I'm also current on One Piece, which is like a thousand plus episodes so i can't really say ridiculous <laughs> but um it originally aired april 26 1989 to january 31st 1996 um so let's jump straight into the show um so the show essentially kind of takes over five years after winning the martial arts tournament goku is now living a peaceful life with his wife and son so chi chi and gohan this changes however with the arrival of a mysterious enemy named raditz uh who presents himself as goku's long lost brother he reveals that goku is a warrior from uh from the once powerful but now virtually extinct saiyan race whose home world was completely annihilated um shout out to planet vegeta um (laughs) when he was with when he was sent to earth as a baby goku's sole purpose was to conquer and destroy the planet but after suffering amnesia from a head injury his violent and savage nature changed and instead was raised as a kind and well-mannered boy now fighting to protect others um so that's kind of the synopsis for the show shout out to my anime list i'm always going to say this my anime list you're slacking if you're not affiliated with me or you're not sponsoring this podcast what are you doing with your life do it because i i talk about you guys all the time i love my anime list um uh that's not a threat though guys okay like don't don't take that seriously like i would appreciate it if you do it but you know i'm just i'm just putting it out there um but anyway so that's the synopsis so um we talked about the fact that this is obviously your first show kind of like the first show that you really got into it like how did you feel or what are your thoughts on dragon ball z like give me your you know give me your synopsis or your review Uh, i mean i love dbz man um full disclosure i could never get into the original dragon ball i tried it's just not for me um dragon ball z dragon ball gt and super i love all of it and um yeah like i said when i started watching it it was like early high school and i was a kid and i just loved like these intense battles they were having and how like goku and vegeta were more mortal enemies but now they're friends but like there's still this awkward tension and uh just the whole cast man like you know watching it watching it now i probably watch it uh, once every couple years through completely. Mm-hmm. I, I had my girlfriend. I forced her to sit down and watch all nine seasons. Uh, and she actually liked it. Um, That's love right there, guys. <laughs> if, if, if you're listening to this and your significant other doesn't sit down and watch anime with you, go them away. Throw them out of the door. <laughs> the funny thing is, though, is, you know, you, you notice things, you know, when you're in your 30s, opposed to like when you're 12 watching it. And she said like obvious things, which you're not supposed to question. Like she was like, well, enemies keep coming every year. What? Why don't they just continuously train 
so that you know they're prepared for when the next guy comes and i'm just like because they, they don't think it's gonna happen again like <laughs> just don't ask that question right or, or she would be like um you know why don't why don't they all just go in the hyperbolic time chamber like i'm just like you can't like, it's just not okay you can't do it that's not how this is set up okay it's set up to not make sense but make sense at the same time come on now <laughs> yeah and then I had to explain to her, like, because, you know, Goku will be powered up for three episodes. And she's like, why, why don't they just hit him in the 40 minutes? I'm like, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, it's literally seconds are passing. All of this, like, each episode is really like five minutes in the real time. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I, I always wondered that. And and this is a this is a side caveat or like a side like sidebar conversation i always think that every time that i watch a movie or a show where somebody's getting jumped mm -hmm. i'm like so you're gonna take the time to surround this one person but nobody else is gonna hit. it's only gonna be a one-on-one -on -one fight each oh, yeah. time like yeah. there's six of you there's one of him but y'all are gonna fight him one v one six times like i don't i don't yeah, understand if they all punch simultaneously they'd get him <laughs> yeah literally literally you would take him down like i'm one of those type of people i'd be like okay i'm behind him i'm gonna hit him with the staff and when he falls down we'll just jump him okay guys we got this all right break you know what i'm saying like let's go um but so first of all that's dope that um that she watched the show with you um I remember watching this. I have a lot of this on. I have a lot of this show on uh, VHS, and um, I go back and watch it every once in a while. Um, I love PyCon. Um, I yeah. think that he's one character that didn't get enough shine. Um, I love PyCon, but um, the show to me, I watched Dragon Ball. I'm kind of with you. I didn't really fully get into it i think the only thing that really made me fall in love with like dragon ball or even really tolerate dragon ball was because at that time yamcha was a badass like yamcha had the he had the the wolf fang fist and it was actually hitting people and i was like yeah yamcha he had boma like he had the world like you know what i'm saying like and then boma you know two-timed and ended up getting with vegeta and yeah, Boma Boma's a homie smasher. So. She is, man. She is like, she most certainly is. Um, like, and the crazy part about it is, it's like I always think about it because they're like, oh, you know, Saiyans only get with women who have a, you know, who have like this warrior's pride or who like really stuff. I'm like, both of y'all's wives, like Chi Chi and Boma, they don't they don't have like this like. Oh, I'm I'm this I have this warrior pride. Like, no, they're 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 just naggers. Like they're just constant, like you know what I'm saying? Like they're just really annoying. It's almost like they they just they are they're like the kryptonite to Saiyans. Yeah. Like any any female that just nags all the time is just gonna be like, you know what? I have to marry you. Like you are you are my wife now. Cause I mean, even like you said, you you watch uh GT and like super, it's the same way with Videl. Videl was the exact same way with Gohan. Yeah. I'm like, you you aren't like a. I mean, like at least Videl, like she fights. I mean, Chi Chi fought too. Boma never did anything besides like you know she had the dragon scanner, which yeah. I mean the dragon radar. But um, but yeah, I'm like they're they're just I don't know. It's an interesting concept. Um, but I said when we were kind of talking through this, when I was walking through the synopsis, like. Planet Vegeta was the way that it made it seem like, and I don't know. Did you watch the new Super Brawly movie? Oh yeah. 
Okay, so like the way that it kind of set that up, you would have thought that like if Planet Vegeta wasn't destroyed, like we wouldn't have had a universe because the way that they made it seem was like Planet Vegeta was like just raising these like aliens that just would come to your planet just for whatever reason and just be like, you know what? This is mine now. I'm just going to destroy this. I'm going to take all your resources and I'm just going to kill everybody. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the whole like Saiyan Frieza thing is... Yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. And then and then to say that, like for me personally, like to say the only thing that saved Earth was Goku having amnesia. Like I'm like, dude, that's that's a lot. Because I mean, you know, amnesia. Like you know, sometimes people start to remember again. Like, what if he just woke up one day and was like, you know what? <laughs> I remember why I'm here now. Like it's. I'm going to destroy the earth. You know what I'm saying? Like, what would happen? Like, I mean, I know he wouldn't do that now. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know he's, you know, ultimately a good guy. You know, he's kind. And, you know, Papa Gohan kind of raised him to be, you know, uh, a good kid. But, like, what if – I always wonder about that. Like, what if there was, like, an alternate time – well, I mean, technically, I guess there was with Rose, uh, with Rose Goku. But, um, yeah, what if, like, Goku just woke up one day and was like, you know what? I I don't care about this anymore. Like, I'm (laughs) – I'm just going to destroy everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't care about this. <laughs> that could happen. Or, you know, when, when Raditz came down and he was like, I'm your brother, he could have been like, all right, let's, let's take it over. And no one could have stopped them. No one. No one could have stopped either one of them. Um, I've, I've joked about this. Well, it's not a joke, but I've said this before um, on other shows. But it's crazy to me that Dragon Ball Z was literally going to finish right at the Frieza saga. I know. I don't know if you, I, I, yeah. That's because I, that's why they made. I mean, I don't think the Frieza saga battle being the longest fight in all of anime history. I don't think that was intentional. I nope. think I think they just thought like it was going to end, and like literally fifteen episodes of them are just fighting, and it's 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 a hard saga for for me to watch, to be honest. Yeah, they 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 yeah they they drug it out way too long. Um, but. It's crazy to me because they came back and they're like, ah, oh, well, here's the thing, right? The franchise actually is doing really good, so don't stop now. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Let, People let's love keep it. Going. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's why right afterwards, they didn't use scanners anymore because technically, for those of you who are listening and for those of you who've, who didn't hear one of my other episodes where I talked about this, technically what was supposed to happen was Goku was supposed to fight Frieza. Frieza was supposed to like essentially like he was going to try to blow up planet Namek. Goku was supposed to like instant tr- or he was trying to blow up the earth and Goku ended up teleporting uh Frieza to planet Namek which I okay, I get why he did it, but you destroyed a whole another planet to save earth. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I, I understand, but at the same time we couldn't go anywhere else. Um, but essentially, uh, he he did this. Vegeta was supposed to blow up the planet. And once he blew up the planet, he was supposed to kill Goku. And that was supposed to be the show. Like, that was literally going to be the show. Yep. Um, but then after that, they took the scanners away because Frieza was supposed to be the strongest evil at that time. But then all of a sudden, we got, like, Cooler. And we got, uh, what's her dad's name? King uh, Cold. Yeah, King Cold and all these other Majin Buu and Cell and all these other enemies that ended up come, popping up and springing up and everything like that. So um, that pretty much made the uh, and Baby and all of them like it pretty much just made the the scanner 
um, obsolete. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I really like the show. Uh, I, I, I'm with you. I watched it, you know, at, at night and I watched it like, you know, getting out of school, like, you know, five, six or whatever it was. Like I watched those episodes. It was a really good show. Um, and it still does t- stand up to the test of time now. Like it's something that, like you said, you can go back and you can watch it and kind of enjoy it now. So, yeah. Um, so I guess before we move on, what was one of your favorite fights in the in the series? My favorite saga is the Android saga, which mm. is right before Cell. So it's uh, 17, 18, and 19 or something. I don't remember the big guy. Um, he was, was he 16? I think he was 16 because he was the first one. I want to <laughs> say the first one of the okay. three maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I like that's my favorite because one we get future trunks who's badass like Mm -hmm. you know because in the prior episode frieza was whooping the shit out of vegeta and goku and trunks comes up and just cuts him into a billion pieces yep uh absolutely wreck king cold and then it's cool because even as powerful as he is frieza didn't stand a chance like the androids were just whooping all of them yep i agree that was uh was that was that was that before after he went mecca uh, no, that yeah. So he went Mecca, came to Earth. Uh, Trunks killed him, and then yep. he's like, "Here's this antidote. Like in a year, these androids are coming." Yep. And uh, yeah, dude, they just destroyed the Z fighters. Yes, that was horrible. Oh, well, it was horrible. It was a good fight. It was horrible. First of all, the Z fight. I have a whole another episode. I'm gonna talk about Z fighters. So guys, stick around because I'm gonna talk about this. But there, this was like this was like. The the most backup singerish group of people you would ever see, like Yamcha, Chaozu, Tian, none of them. You know, I mean, Piccolo, yes, Piccolo deserved to be in there. But dude, their only purpose, all those dudes, all eight of them, their only purpose was to get their ass beat until Goku was ready. <laughs> that literally was what it was like. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm going to talk about that. I may bring you back on to talk about when I start talking about Z Fighters because that. It just didn't make sense. It's like it's like backup dancers or singers, but they have no talent. Like they can't even dance. Like you don't even <laughs> it's it's like it's like it's like having them sing, but then cutting off their mics. It's like it's, having backup singers, but you know, off their you mics. know what the best example of that is is um like 10 years in the future when Gohan is fighting Super Boo and Tien shows up, right? Like no one has seen Tien in like a decade. He's they do that little montage of him training against the waterfall, and he looks all badass in his training gear. And I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like Tien's actually he's here. He's gonna help. And Super Boo kicked him in the back once, and he was done. And I was like, "Yeah, but you suck, Tien, dude. You <laughs> dude, suck. don't even start." And I've been I've been ragging, and I feel so bad for how much shit that I give this character in particular. But Chaozu is yeah, the he's, worst he's, character that I have, that has ever been designed. Anytime <laughs> that your only move, like, because he could do other things, but his go-to and your final move <laughs> is self-destruct. And then half the time when he uses it, He's the only one that dies. Nobody <laughs> else. Like some people don't. Who was that? I think he was fighting Nappa or something yeah, like that. He, he, he attached to his back and blew up. And Nappa was like, what was that? A fly? Like what? What happened? Like, I don't even. Okay. Yeah. yeah that didn't do anything. So, yeah. Yeah. Just just get out of here, Z fighters. Like, just just I mean, give me Goku. I have, I have to give Tien credit because 
the only time he actually did anything that was good was when he held sell off for like 10 minutes doing the triangle. Yes. Like he held him in the dirt for 10 minutes. Like it didn't actually hurt sell. He was just like annoyed because it was pushing him into the ground. Yeah. But, but Tian killed himself using all of his energy to hold him. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Mike. Now don't get it twisted. They had some really cool moves. Like I said, Yamcha had the, the Wolfang fist and Tian had the tri-beam cannon and he had the uh, Dumpum Ray. Which were like two really cool moves. They just weren't strong at all. Like, yeah, Yamcha's great if they were fighting human villains. Other yeah. than that, he's just useless. <laughs> yeah, he should have been a police. He he should have been a police officer because Krillin and his damn. Now Krillin had another. He had the solar flare and he had the destructive, destructive disc. disc. Yeah, Krillin was actually good, but um, you know. He was just there to get killed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all. And then they wasted so many. Oh my gosh, how many times did they waste Dragon Balls to bring Brett Krillin and Chao Su? It's like, dude, just at this point, just let them die. Like they they don't want to live. They <laughs> they don't want to live. Like let them go. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> let's move on to our next show. Do you have any closing thoughts on Dragon Ball Z before we move on? Uh, yeah, I wanted to tell you, I have two Dragon Ball Z tattoos. Ooh, uh, do tell. Uh, on my left forearm, I have Vegeta's original Saiyan armor. Ooh. And on my right calf, I have a list of my favorite villains, which is from the from the ground up is Deborah. Ooh, um, yes. Majin Vegeta, of Super course. Boo, and Broly. The the OG Broly, not like skinny Broly. Yeah. Yeah. Those are amazing characters because I, I love the I love Deborah's character. Um I love Majin Vegeta, dude. Man, shout out to Majin Vegeta because, <laughs> dude, like you talk about going through some internal turmoil. Like people think that they got you know anxiety and you know what I'm saying and all these schizophrenia and stuff like that. Now, like, dude, Vegeta was really going through, man. Like he was really going through that whole that whole arc. Like that was tough. That was tough he, to watch. He was willing to get controlled by a sorcerer just to beat. Goku and even after all that Goku let him win <laughs> yeah yeah and it was like and you could tell like Vegeta was just like I did all this and I still can't beat you well guess what no more no more I'm just gonna take everybody out here we go I'm like yo bro hey 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 chill <laughs> chill Vegeta like it's not it's not that crucial man it's not that crucial and it's crazy to see like before and like I said I know we gotta kind of tie a knot on this one but it's crazy to see Vegeta then and then Vegeta now with his whole like my Boma like okay so hold on so you're willing to fight the god of destruction Beerus because he hit Boma which granted Beerus is a woman beater like by association he is now a, an abuser but <laughs> like you're willing to fight the 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 god of destruction for your wife now but when we first saw you you were literally like all humans can die like none of y'all matter none of you know what i'm saying like y'all have you have no purpose whatsoever in the world mm-hmm. other than to be killed right now um so you talk about a 180 like he he did a complete 180 so shout yeah. out to vegeta i do love vegeta um um yeah silence of vegeta um so let's move on to the next show so the next show is castlevania so castlevania i believe the ranking was an 8.2 according to uh, my anime list 32 episodes um originally aired july 7th 2017 to may 13th 2021 that was the day that i died um because the show went away um you can find this on netflix 
I have been beating my chest over and over again about this show. So I'm glad that you picked this. And by the way, Justin picked these shows, guys. Okay. I didn't pick this. I heard, <laughs> I've talked about Castlevania like 10,000 times. I didn't say it. He said it. I just get to kind of beat on my chest again and talk about how amazing Castlevania is. Um, <laughs> So it's on Netflix, um, inspired, the synopsis inspired by the popular video game series. The anime series is a dark medieval fantasy. It follows the last surviving member of the disgraced Belmont family, Trevor Beaumont, uh, trying to save Eastern Europe from extinction as the, at the hands of Vlad Dracula Tepish. As Dracula and his legion of vampires prepare to rid the world of humanity's stain, Belmont is no longer alone. And he and his misfit comrades race to find a way to save mankind from the grief-maddened Dracula. Technically, I put in parentheses, technically not an anime, being that it's a Western <laughs> adaptation, but it has a, a, an anime style. But on this show, I plant my flag on the fact that Castlevania <laughs> is an anime. Um, so, yeah, so let's jump into this one, man, because I love talking about this show. What are your what are your thoughts and, and kind of reviews on this show? So kind of the same deal uh, as Attack on Titan. My buddy told me about it. He was like, hey, dude, you got to check out this show. It's, it's awesome. I don't really remember the games. I, you know, I remember like playing them, but I didn't know the background story at all. Yeah. And I finally was just like, I don't know, home alone one night. And I was like, I'll put it on. And I was hooked. Like, oh, yeah. I love the graphics. They, they kind of remind me of Capcom graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like cartoonish, but it's not like original like DBZ um, anime. And it was just so cool. Like it's dark. Um, Drac- th- that version of Dracula was so badass. Like he's not, I mean, he's bad, but he's not like the evil villain that like movies portray Dracula mm-hmm. as like, he just wanted to, you know, be with his wife and like do his thing. And, in the show to him, the humans are bad, which is a, an interesting take. And uh, he just wants to get rid of them because they're, they're not good. And uh, there's so much action. Um, I forgot what is Al- Alizard, Alucard, Alucard. Yeah. Alucard. Mm-hmm. He's so badass. Belmont is so awesome. Um, I don't remember if the show's like done, done, or they're going to do a prequel with the Belmont. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm, I'm I don't, curious. Too. I don't think they should stop. Yeah, me either. Me either. But it's um, great, dude. I, I've watched it three times through. Um and it's just so I'm, it's so good. I, I think I'm at five. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, I think that they should honestly this is one of those shows, and, I, and I, I know I've talked about this before, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, but you're kind of contradicting, like you know what I'm saying, you're lying, you're a hypocrite. This is one of those shows for me. I want to see. At the very end, I mean, I'm not going to spoil too much of the show again because you need to go watch the show. And I've been saying that if you listen to my show and you care about me, you'll go watch the show. Um, but and if you haven't already watched the show and you listen to my show, you don't care about me. Um, but um, I'm not going to spoil what happened at the end. But this is one of those shows that, like like you said, they can continue to kind of build on, I feel like. And. I, I agree with you in a simple fact that like it does a really good job of telling like exactly what you said the other side of Dracula because everybody ha- for for years Dracula has always been like 
perceived or like kind of shown to be just be like this ego, you know, this this egotistical like, oh, I'm Dracula, I'm this big badass, like I'm just gonna kill everybody because I can, not because I want, you know, like he's mm-hmm. just been shown to be this bad guy. But like you said, it was this all started like this is a love story. Like this all started on every level. Is is this a love story? Like he had zero. Zero, nothing to do with the world. He didn't care about anybody. He meets a chick. He falls in love. And this is not a spoiler because it happens like in the first couple episodes um, that you get to kind of see. Um, but he just wanted to live. He, the, the dude just wanted to live and just kind of be himself, man. And they just force my guy's hand, man. Force my guy's hand. Now, I'm going to say this because I have now that somebody likes this show and they want to talk about it. What were your thoughts on Isaac and um, what's the other one's name? Um, the dude with the white hair. Yeah, I can't remember his name though. Isaac, I know Isaac because I love Isaac. The other dude, I I didn't really like the other guy. Um, uh, his name. I'm trying to think. Is Hector? Hector, that's it. Yep, yep. What are your thoughts on Isaac and Hector? Honestly, uh, I like those guys. Um, super cool how they use like that like witchcraft to raise the dead essentially making like an endless army Mm -hmm. and um you know it's not it's not that they're again it's not that they're bad people they had really bad things happen to them from humans and they kind of see dracula's point so much that they're like indebted to him and want to do they're more loyal these humans are more loyal to dracula than his own vampires are yep because most of them were just trying to get rid of him yep exactly uh they they were i think the show they called yeah they called him forge masters yeah um but yeah dude i when i tell you i have Isaac, I don't know what it is about Isaac that I like. I said, I, I Hector was cool. Um, and I mean, the way he went out was ugh, oh my gosh, like he he went out so so human, like so human like. And I, and I when I say going out, I'm not spoiling anything, guys, because I'm not telling you what happened, but um, the way I mean, you know, the everything that happened with him and the vampires was just like, are you serious? Like, this is this is what happens to you, but Isaac, on the other hand, Isaac went out like a G. The dude is like he's I I don't know why but I resonate so much with Isaac because he's just like this is what I'm here for this is my life I understand what my past is I don't care about my past the dude walks around like chastising himself with like this cat of nine tails he is just like a Billy badass if I ever saw it like cuz even up to the point where like him and Dracula had that last kind of conversation and he's like, no, I want to be right here. And he's like, that's exactly why I got to save you. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. I was like, Isaac. <laughs> yeah, I knew he was badass when he uh, beat Godfrey in like the hallway. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, dude, I was like, yeah. I, I, <laughs> Hector would never. Hector would never. Um. But I think I think that they do, did a really good job of and now that I'm kind of thinking about it and talking about it out loud, I think they did a good job because Hector, to me, Hector and Isaac represent the yin and the yang of Dracula. Like mm-hmm. I think like whereas, you know, Isaac was very much it's okay, this is what the world deserves, I'm okay with this, you know, and Hector was more like, but 
I'm I'm on the same page, but at the same time, it's kind of like you know, like how they always show like in the cartoons where they have like an angel and like a demon on on the shoulders. Yeah, I feel like that's what they were to 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 uh, Dracula. Like I feel like they kind of represented the same thing, but at the same time, they're like, but do we have to do it this way? Like there's still some kind of good in humanity, you know what I'm saying? So I think they did a really good job on setting them up like that. Yeah. Cool characters, great show. I hope they don't stop. Um, r- really awesome version of Dracula. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Um, and dude, Trevor, dude, Cipher, Cipher, like I love her. I love Cipher. I love this. Like, like you said, the misfit comrades and like the team that they have together was dope. Like, just the, the team build with Trevor and Cypher and Alucard was amazing. Their banter is amazing. Their fights are amazing. So much action. Really good music. And it makes you, to me, this is one of those shows that puts you like, in that time of like, I don't want to necessarily, I wouldn't want to be alive during that time <laughs> to see what was going on. But it puts you in that place of like, but if I was, <laughs> I know who I know who I would try to, you know, who I would try to who I would try to fight with because they they have some amazing fight scenes. Um, and oh, so yeah. they set up a really good job of kind of building the environment. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's it's great. Yeah. Like I said, if you haven't watched it, go back and watch it. Please. Yeah, if you if you haven't seen it, I mean just you're gonna like it. You're not yeah. You're, there's no way you're not gonna like it. No, not at all. Like I, I don't. I've never seen anybody. I've never heard anybody who I told to go watch this show that if they didn't get hooked, because that's what happened with me. I'm the same way as you. Like as soon as it came out, I watched it. I was like, "Where's the next season?" And then the good thing about it being on Netflix, they gave you everything at the very beginning, except for like the last season or two. So I was like, "I need more." Like, <laughs> but I've I've never told anybody to go watch a show that didn't like it. If they didn't fall in love with it and just binge it, they they were like, I need to continue to watch this. So if you haven't watched it, go back and watch it. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, just just amazing. Go back and watch it. Um, any closing thoughts on Castlevania? Because I know that, like I said, I, I I know that you know we can obviously dissect these shows a little bit more but i want to just like i said i want to be respectful of your time i know that you took some time out tonight to talk to me i know it's getting late so i want to give you that but uh but yeah any closing thoughts on castlevania before we wrap up um castlevania should definitely take advantage of its potential um they 100 should do a trevor belmont prequel where it shows like the belmont family at its yes. prime um they can also they it can also do a dracula prequel where like when he first met her and, and you know, the, you know, I guess the struggles of like them trying to do their thing. Mm-hmm. And there's so many spinoffs they could do. Like it's, there's really endless potential. And I would also love to see, I know they've tried some games, but they're kind of like, meh. I would like a new, a brand new game on like the newest consoles. That's not like a crappy, like game based off a movie or show, like actually make it good. Yeah. Agree. I can, I can agree with all of that. I, I do want to see Trevor, Prior, I do want to see. I want to see Cipher prior. Like, I think they should just do like a like a back like a a backstory arc. Like, mm-hmm. tell us where everybody was before we met it. You know, before we met him, and then like you said, tell us about Dracula before we met him too. Yep. Um, and what was Alucard doing? Like his childhood. I want to see his childhood because when we saw him, he was just chilling in the casket. So yeah, I want to see, I, I want I want to see, see pre-casket because I'm guessing they were all a happy family. Yeah. And then once. You know, you're going to see the turning point where once the mom dies, Dracula becomes different. And that's probably why he went into the casket to exactly. like, get away. 
Yep. Um, but if they just stop here, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. Yeah, same. At least give me one more season. Give me one more season. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, this is amazing. It's a it's a dope show. Like I said, go back and watch it for sure. Um, but cool. So I guess that's going to do it for this episode, guys. I uh, like I said, we had Justin from Will of Horror on. Um, we did a this is our Memorial Day special. So we talked a little bit about military service and funny stories and what Memorial Day means to us. We talked a little bit of anime. We talked uh, or, you know, some of his favorite animes and kind of got to know a little bit more about him. Now we see that he has some, you know, some some deep roots with Dragon Ball Z with the tattoos that he has. Um, we talked about uh, a little bit more about their show. Um, and I'm going to give him an opportunity to plug here shortly. Um, and then we did um, a quick break and kind of went through Dragon Ball Z and Castlevania. So, um, um, thank you everyone for sticking around and supporting the show again. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at anime talk 12. That's anime talk uh, and the number one and two. Um, and I'm going to let Justin go ahead and plug his show again here. Yeah. So again, most active on Twitter. Uh, I talk to everybody that I can. So at horror wheel, check our website out. Um, wheel of horror And we're on like every pl- uh, podcast platform that, that you can imagine. So awesome awesome well like i said man thank you for jumping on the show i'm so happy that we were able to get this episode done um hopefully this will not be the last time that i bring you on um like i said maybe if we get some more castlevania or if i talk some more z fighters <laughs> i'm definitely gonna bring you back on to kind oh, of yeah. talk about that but um like i said man i definitely appreciate you taking out the time tonight and jumping on the show with me and uh yeah like i said this is uh this has been great yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. I love talking some DBZ in Castlevania. Hey, no problem, man. Like I said, I'll I'll hit you up if I if I do something like this in the future. Um, but uh, anyway, like I said, so this has been another episode with of a uh, anime talk with uh, your host Matt Saint Jack. Hope that you guys have a great week. I hope that you guys uh, continue to be the light in a world full of darkness. Peace out. Mm-hmm.